All right, guys. So on the second episode of the Decoded Project, we are going to kind of break down um, understanding some of the essential gifts. So if you have a team, if you work with people, and I mean, unless you're completely a solopreneur and you employ nobody, you partner with nobody, you work with nobody, it is just you, yourself, and you, then this may not apply to you. However, if you are a person who works with anybody else, especially if you are any kind of a mentor upline or in you know the echelon of management, you are most definitely going to want to listen to today's episode because we are going to talk about discerning the gifts that not only you have, but also your team members have because it is essential to having an efficient and an effective team that is able to, you know, achieve the things that you guys want because everybody's gifts are being allocated, you know, in the area that they excel because yes, we all want to grow and yes, we all want to do things that make us better. And we want to identify things that we can work more on and we always want to be getting better at those. However, you know, if you want an effective team, not everybody can be growing and striving for things that they are not good at because then everybody is doing things they're not good at and there is no efficiency and nothing is getting done because everybody's too busy growing and working on themselves and fumbling around and failing. And yes, that's part of the process, but you need to do that alongside the things that you are really, really good at. And as the leader, it is your job to identify what some of those things that your team members are really good at and the areas they excel in in order for you to really tap into those. So we are going to just dive right in and talk about that today. And so I really want to discuss something that I haven't really heard, you know, talked about anywhere else. You know, we talk a lot about um, in this industry, you know, there's color personalities, there's the Myers-Briggs test, there's all kinds of personality tests. I mean, I, I love those. I mean, if you know me, you know my background in, you know, in psychology and in therapy and program development. And so I am huge on personality tests. I mean, you can just ask anybody who associates with me. I love them. I, I really think that they are vital to understanding the people that you are around. And if you never take them, please go ahead and do that because not only is it going to help you be more in tune with yourself, it's also going to help you understand the people around you. Um, and I know for me personally speaking, it helps me be less critical. I don't say judgmental, but less critical of the people around you because you understand that they're not good at or bad at something because they're, they are just, you know, lazy or because they need to work on it or whatever the case may be, but just because we all excel in different things. We all excel in different areas. Um, and we have our own area of expertise and that's just what makes us all so amazing and the world is so diverse and you have to embrace that. And so I'm going to talk about three different gifts. And like I said, this isn't something I've really heard anywhere else. So definitely uh, get out your notebook, get out your pen. If you're driving or working out or listening to this, but you can't uh, obviously come back to this episode a little bit later because it is definitely going to be worth you writing down because you are going to want to not only ask your team, but also observe, open up your eyes, open up your ears, observe and see what people are doing. You have to observe behavior because behavior speaks louder than words, right? That old adage, you know, actions speak louder than words. Watch what people are willing to do. Watch what they participate in. Watch where they excel and where actually they derive the most joy in whatever it is they're doing because chances are that is their gift, okay? So we're just going to dive head in, you know, head first into this topic. So there are three gifts and they're going to hopefully be easy to remember because they, they all start with H. <laughs> 
So uh, a little alliteration for you right there. So I want you to write these down. There are uh, someone that has gifts of the head, gifts of the heart, and gifts of the hands. Okay, I'll repeat that one more time. It's gifts of the head, the heart, or the hands. And yes, you can have gifts in, in, in all of these areas, but really when we're talking about, you know, what is your gift, you are really honed in on one of these areas. It is your go-to default task. It is what you volunteer for. It is what just lights you up and you dive headfirst into doing those things. And so let's cover the first one, which is gifts of the head. And what I mean by this is it is a person who thrives on knowledge and wisdom and teaching, okay? This person has a gift for training, absorbing knowledge, and then regurgitating that knowledge to other people in a way that they can understand and implement. So there are people who love to take in information, who love to learn new things, who love to train people, who love to teach. Okay, that is someone who has who has a gift of you know the head, right? And you're thinking of parts of the body, right? And it's a team and you're all working together. You need all the various parts in order to work effectively, okay? And so these are the vital parts of a team that really, really help just propel you into success. Again, when you learn to tap into these effectively, you're you're going to watch your sales, you're going to watch your revenue, you're going to watch your success just skyrocket because you're tapping into the right people at the right time doing the right things. So there is gifts of the head. So find your people who love to train, who love to hop on Zooms, who love to make PowerPoints and guides and PDFs, who thrive speaking in front of people who are constantly reading and researching and learning new things. And they are just like a well of wisdom. Okay. There are just some people who either they're very intelligent or they just have a gift of wisdom. Okay. And I'm not talking about people, you know, that, you know, are the Dalai Lama or, you know, people that have to be elevated above them like they're more special because, again, all these gifts are very, very unique and very special. But there are people who just have a gift of wisdom. They just find knowledge and put it together so seamlessly and so beautifully that everyone's just like, oh, my gosh, right? And they find a way to teach it so that it's easily understood, okay? Now, if you take somebody whose gift that isn't and you put them in a training position or you put them in a position of learning something and then teaching other people or you tell them, hey, this is what you're going to be doing. This is where you're going to be speaking. You're going to be doing this. They may learn and they may gain some skills in the process, but it is not their gift. They may not excel like somebody else. Okay, And also, too, you may find someone who has the gift of the head, the brain, the wisdom, the knowledge, who's not a quote unquote leader in your industry, who's not a manager. It might be someone who is entry level, but if that is their gift, if that is what they love, if that is what they are good at, you need to exploit that. Okay. (laughs) You need to borderline exploit that because that is where they thrive. That is where that is where their gift is. That is where their passion lies. And when people are able to act out their passions and able to live in their truth and be who they are and be their most authentic self, that is where they are just going to truly excel. And you want everybody excelling because when everybody does, the team does, and everything just works so much better. Okay. 
So now we're going to move on to the second one. So the first one was the gift of, you know, the head, wisdom and knowledge. The second one is gifts, gift of the heart, okay? And this is somebody who is good at loving people. They see people. They hear people. They nurture people. They love on them, right? We all know that person who's always bringing cookies to the training room, who's always sending gifts, who sends the flowers, who remembers when kids' birthdays are. Um, these are people who have the gift of the heart, and these people are just as essential because they are incredible for team morale and for making everybody feel valued and appreciated. And this is really essential because this is almost like the glue. Okay. This is like the glue that holds teams, that holds, um, you know, just workplaces, that holds families and friendships and group and groups just together are people that have the gift of the heart. So you need to identify who these people are like ASAP, okay? Because they are just as essential. So when I'm listing out these three, neither one is more essential than the other. And I think that's where a lot of people get confused in management roles or leadership roles is they think that one is always more important than the other. And most of the time they feel like it's the gifts of the head that are the most important because, oh, they're the knowledge seekers. They are the wise ones. They are the teachers. No, all three are equal. They are one that work together and you know, help everybody grow in the team in all of those areas. But I don't want people to get it twisted. One is not more important than the other. So get that right out of your head. Okay. So if you're the person who's the trainer, who's the teacher, who's the learner, like you are not more important than any of the other people that I am about to list. So you need to just knock, knock yourself down the peg and, you know, get, get a little bit more humility. Um, because I do see that a lot. I see a lot of people who are in that position where they have the gift of the head and even giving gifts of the hands, uh, gifts of the hands sometimes think that they're a little bit special too. Um, and I'm not saying that you're not, but everybody is special, but in their own way, because you all need each other. You all need all, all these three gifts need one another to really work effectively because, if all you're doing is training, 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 and you're not loving on people, you're going to train them to death to the point where they just don't want to do anything, okay? You need to show people they are valued and appreciated, and there are just some people who are better at this than others, and I am the first to admit that this is not my gift. <laughs> now, don't get, me, don't, don't get me wrong. I love people, and I love to love on people, but it is not my gift. It is not my default setting. My default setting is not to be a nurturer, to love on people, to remember little details and, you know, minute things about their lives. And I've always definitely been hard on myself about that thinking. Somehow it makes me lesser of a person or lesser of a leader or wife or friend. And of course, I'm always trying to grow in those areas. I never want to say, oh, it's not my gift, so I don't have to work on it. We always want to grow. However, it's just I have to recognize that it's not my area of expertise. It is not my default setting. Okay. And so I want you to think to yourself, what is your default setting? Whatever your default setting is, that is your gift. Whatever is your comfortable place and wherever you go to first and whatever your heart and your mind and, and your actions go first, that is what your gift is. Okay. And everybody has one of these three gifts. Um, I know a lot of times we can be very judgmental and think we don't have any gifts, but you have one of these three. And I want you to, by the end of this podcast, to really identify which one you are, which one your default setting is, okay? So going back to gifts of the heart, these people are, like I said, the glue that holds teams together. These are people who remember vital dates. These are people who remember the people, okay? 
So gifts of the head remember the organization. They know the trajectory. The trajectory. <laughs> that one's a hard one to say. Um, and they are very vision-oriented and goal-oriented, okay? Gifts of the heart are very people-oriented. And what drives the goals, what drives the success, what drives the outcome? People. And so these individuals, these rock stars are just so needed because they fuel the people who do the things that you teach, okay? So gifts of the heart, I want you to nurture the people who do this and see them as equal because they are so needed and so valued. I know I work with a lot of people who have gifts of the heart. And for the longest time, I, I don't want to say I perceived it as a weakness, but it was because it wasn't my default setting. I kind of looked at it like, if you could just be a good teacher, if you could just soak in knowledge, if you could just do these things, like it would be great. And yes, they're growing in those areas and everybody needs to be more well-rounded, but you have to identify and you have to just understand that it is not their default setting. And you have to appreciate what their default setting is because it is still just as valued. If I didn't work with the people that I do, I probably wouldn't have the successful team that I have. In all honesty, it's true. Because I would forget to love on people the way that they deserve to be loved. Um, and I would struggle to do so because, again, it's not my default setting. It's not my gift. I would have to struggle to do it. And not struggle to do it because I don't love the people, but struggle to do it because it's just not within my repertoire. It is not within my knowledge bank um, to know those things and do those things and just, you know, instinctively go to that space of loving on people. And so you need to appreciate people who do that, okay? You can identify these people because they're the ones that are always shouting out other successes no matter how small they are. They are the ones who remember, oh, so-and-so's having their baby. Oh, this is their baby shower today. Oh, happy birthday, little Johnny. Like, they are sending little flowers, little gifts, cookies. They are remembering the little details. When you go on team retreats, they are the ones that bring gifts, and they are the ones that remember stuff, and they are the ones who are trying to do team building stuff, right? But not in like a, let me teach you something, but in a let's love on each other kind of way. Okay. They are so essential. Like I just literally can't express this enough because they get, they often get a bad rep because they are seen as, as weaker and not having a skill set. but loving on people is a skill set. Okay. And a lot of times the other two gifts, they forget that they forget that because it's not as tangible and the results are not as, um, visible. They're not as visible because, you know, when people's quote unquote love tanks are full, it's not visible because it's internal. Okay. And then people manifest that love in other ways that are visible, that gifts of the head and gifts of the hands, then look at and go, see, look at, they're doing things. I can, they're, they're working, you know? So I want you to understand that when people are loving on others, they are just as valued. Because without them, you wouldn't have people who felt valued and people who don't feel valued don't work and are not efficient or effective. So you would not have a team. So if you are a leader of a team, if you are a manager, if you are an upline, a mentor, whatever, and you have gift of the head or the hands, um, you need to give credit where credit is due because the only reason you have a functioning, working team right now is because somebody somewhere has a gift of the heart that has kept everybody together. Okay, so I need you to send them a little thank you, all right? So moving right along is the last gift, which is gift of the hands. And, and what the gifts of the hands do is they are good at doing, 
Okay, they are good at taking a task, being given a task, be, being instructed, and then just doing it. They are really good at taking action. Okay, they turn out volume, they turn out sales, they turn out product, they turn out stuff. Excuse me, I had hiccups. <laughs> okay, so gifts of the hands are great at doing. They may not be great innovators, they may not be great creators, okay, but they are great doers. They are so great at it, okay? So the gifts of the head can maybe come up and be like, this is this, this is the new system we're going to implement. This is our new orientation manual. This is our new training. This is our new this. They are great innovators, okay? But they need people who are the doers, okay? They need the hands. They need the people who do the things, okay? And this is what the gifts of the hands are. This, these are the people that you can depend on to give a task and know the task is going to be done, okay? These people may not be... Um, the ones who are sitting around thinking and creating things, that's okay. You need the people who are the builders, who are the doers, okay? Kind of like with building houses. They're building houses right across the street from me, so this is why it comes to mind, is there are the contractors and the architects, right, who think up the plan, who come up with the blueprints, who take care of all, this, all the, the things, and then you have the people who are the builders, Okay, you have people who are swinging hammers, who are sawing things, who are putting nails in wood. Okay, you got you got the people who are doers. And just because you're a great architect, I guarantee the reason you don't see the architect or the contractor on site is because they don't do those things. They are not the doers. Okay, they are the planners. Just like you don't see the doers sitting around a table drawing out a house and planning all the things and zoning everything because they're just that's just not their area of expertise. Okay. So the doers, gifts of the hands, okay? These people are the, uh, the meat and potatoes. They are, they are the gas. They are the fuel that pushes people forward because they get, frankly, they get shit done, okay? So everybody needs these people or else there would be a whole lot of teaching and not a whole lot of doing. There would be a whole lot of loving and a whole lot of just sitting around and not doing anything, okay? A whole bunch of full love tanks, with nowhere to go, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so gifts of the hands, the gifts of the hands, they need people to love on them, to fill their love tank, to make them feel valued, and then they need the gifts of the head to be able to tell them what to do. Not because they're dumb and they need people to do that, but again, it's not their strength to come up with stuff. Their strength is doing. Their strength is understanding, taking in that instruction, taking in that training, taking in that knowledge, and then replicating it duplicating it, making it come to life, okay? These are high-producing people, all right? So these are people you can look at, and their volume, their sales are crazy. They turn out products like crazy. They, You tell them to do something, and it's done yesterday, <laughs> right? These, these are doers, okay? Um, and so I want you to think to yourself as we're wrapping this podcast up, because again, one of my uh, gifts is definitely gifts of the head, but uh, one of my weaknesses is also timeliness and effectiveness. Okay. So um, 
we, my goal to you and excuse me, my promise to you is to not make these ridiculously long because you're, you're here because you are doing stuff and, uh, you want to reproduce it and you want to go forth and prosper in your life. Uh, and you can't do that if you're listening to me for an hour. So, um, in essence of time, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. And I want you to think to yourself, not only which gift is yours, which gift do you have? Are you gift of the head, right? Wisdom, knowledge, training, teaching. Is that your, your sweet spot? Okay, do you have to get to the heart? Are you good at loving on people? Are you good at remembering people, seeing people, hearing people, right? Or do you have to get to the hands? Do you enjoy doing? Okay, do you, are you goal-oriented? Do you like to see something come to life? Do you like to take action, all right? Which one are you? But more importantly, which one are the other people? Which ones are the people around you? If you have a team or, or an organization of people, whether they're above you, beside you, below you, doesn't matter. I want you to think about where their gifts are. How can you tap into those gifts and use them in a way that exalts their strengths? Because trust me, when I say the moment you start doing this and you start doing it regularly and effectively and on an ongoing basis, you will be 10 times more efficient and effective with whatever it is that you do. Okay, so I hope you guys found value in this episode. I can't wait to catch you in the next one. Uh, if you found some value in this, uh, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at thecourtneyrogers.co, C-O. So at thecourtneyrogers.co, let me know what some of your biggest takeaways are and even tell me what your gift is. I would love to know what your gift is. And again, don't forget to tag me so I can see those. I'd love to repost them um, and just share them with my audience and love you know, to let my other people know, uh, you know, what your thoughts are because you're just as highly valued in this. So I can't wait to catch you guys in the next episode. I have, hope you have an amazing day and that you found some, some usefulness and all of this blabbering that I did for 21 minutes, <laughs> but I'll catch you guys later. Okay. Peace out.